Welcome to Hensley's Hangout, with Kyle and Pat. Last week, today I heard it all. Last week, today. Is this thing on? Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another season of Hensley's Hangout. Best time of the year. Cheers. Oh, it's nice to be back. How are you doing, man? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe it's uh, maybe we should start with some housekeeping. <clears throat> First of all, Jeanette uh, welcomed her son into the world just yep. the other week. What, For- two weeks ago? Yep, first uncle, uh, August the 23rd. Congrats. Brett, Ke- Brett Keith Wagner the third, going by Trace. Also, same birthday as Trace McSorley. What? Whoa, same birthday? True, true. Wow. That was a coincidence. The Trace part, not so much. They did that because he's the third. It's a nickname. Yep, but he will be predominantly going by Trace. Wow. Uh, well, congrats to uh, Butch and Jeanette. Um, Very exciting stuff. I'm also, the reason why this is delayed, sorry crew, I'm in grad school now, starting an MBA, so uh, I should be doing my homework right now. Yep, well, you should be prioritizing and putting a podcast out first, so season two coming at you. <laughs> yeah, there's some things, you know, you, you just, you can't work around, you gotta do it. Well, we're, we're happy you made time out of your schedule to have a, a very fun-filled episode. We have a lot to cover. And we sure do, and in fact, I think it's probably going to be too much for one episode, I think we're probably going to have to break this one into two. I mean, we we've got we've got a lot to cover. I mean, obviously, it's week one of the NFL season just com- concluded, so we got to cover that and all the matchups. But um, also a lot of shenanigans from the off season, both a review of what happened in the draft, but also uh, a whole bunch of trades that went off. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. I thought there were some fun trades, some some fun picks in the draft. Um, I'm just really happy that football's back. I I love waking up on Sundays, watching the games Monday night, and then hitting the waiver wire, mm. looking at trades. God, for all my leagues, especially ours, it's so much fun. Exactly. We're back. <laughs> Some technical difficulties here. but yeah, we're uh, out. We're, We look like the Ravens coming out. It's a new <laughs> offense here, too. <laughs> you know, my favorite part of uh, football season is finally getting back in touch with the bullshit on network TV, you know? Did you know that they have The Bachelor starring, like, a 60-year-old now? No. That is... <laughs> But I don't know if that's better or worse. My parents watch that shit. Well, I mean, I wonder if they'll watch The Geriatric Bachelor. It looks uh, perverted. Um, I will not be tuning in. I'll be watching as much football as possible. And I'll be talking as much shit to my friends, especially Paul. I love this time of the year. Well, um, I mean, do you want to just get right into it? Sure. Where do you want to start today? Um, Well, what do you think of, like, the week one in general of the NFL, we can, and then we'll we'll just go into like our trades and stuff. But I just want to hear what your feedback was for the NFL itself. I mean, it was ridiculous. It started with an upset. There were several upsets. Just I mean, the Lions beating the Chiefs was crazy. Who saw that one coming? Yeah, I just love how everybody was saying that the Lions got to win with an asterisk. Mm. Asterisk. Because, Whatever. Yeah, I think that's horseshit. Like every team has the injuries. Lions, I mean, it, uh, hopes are high for the Lions this year. It's not like it's not like the Texans beat the Chiefs. You know, that would be a different story. The Lions are a pretty good team, uh, and they got lucky with the injuries, but that happens. Yeah, and you know, 
the Chiefs, you know, are a very well put together team and they are well coached and well seasoned. Uh, I mean, they lost that game. Lions definitely, uh, they played well though. And I think they're going to be a NFC team to watch out for. And the, But the other thing I want to talk about though, um, I mean, we'll talk about this when we go into our matchups, but the fact that you, as my co-host and the commissioner, got the first $20 of the season. What did you put it towards? You know, it's burning a hole in my pocket. This uh, <laughs> this weekend's my birthday. Uh, so, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to figure something out. What are you turning, 35, 50? Watch it. 32 <laughs> this year. Yep. Um, but, I mean, yeah, this, this week a lot of rookies came out looking better than expected. Sam Laporta kicked ass. Zay Flowers had a great week. Yep. Um, a lot of rookies kind of did not show up as well. So it'll be curious to see what yeah, happens. Yeah, long season. I mean, first mm-hmm. week, I mean, uh, Paul's already talking about cashing in his future Steelers bet for playoffs after one loss. Oh, boy. Yeah. He, he texts me and goes, uh, do you think I should cash out my Steelers playoff bet? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? They lost one game to the Niners. You think you're going to yeah. abandon hope now? He's like, he's like, no, hear me out. So we went back and forth for a while. But long story short, Paul's a dipshit. Oh, um, well, yeah. But that's a good segue into our draft, though. Um, what, did you, uh, what did you think of our overall draft? I know, like, uh, we only do our rookie draft and whatnot. But what was your feeling about everything? I mean, I, th- I think we're kind of starting to get the hang of it a little bit. It went pretty much according to chalk. There were a couple of a couple of things that you might call a reach, but honestly, in week one, the one that comes to mind was Adam maybe going eight nine picks early for Rashi Rice according to ADP. But I mean, he's the only running back worth having on the Chiefs. So wide receiver, that's what I meant. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I well, mean, well, Kadarius Tony kind of accelerated his. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rashi Rice moving up the depth chart. <laughs> I, I I guess I guess we'll see. It's only been one week, but it, I feel like we might be getting the hang of it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think the Chiefs. So I think their problem is they'll probably have a new leading receiver every game. I mean, mm. they have so many different weapons. I mean, and when Kelsey gets back, who knows if he'll still be producing? But um, I think uh, Adam had a pretty good draft. I mean, I think the Will Levis experience might. Mm. Be accelerated with Tannehill's pretty shitty play, um, and you know he, Malik Willis was pretty uh, disappointing last year too. But I thought Bijan was nice, and um, I think he got some decent uh, wide receivers too with um, you know Rice, and I believe he got somebody else that was pretty. He got Tank Dell, Jalen Reed. Well, that's um, another. Actually, one other thing I would note about the draft is there was a lot of picks traded last year. There were a handful, right, like at the wire. But here, I mean, I had two draft picks. Sean had, like, ten. Yeah, Adam well, had, like, ten. <laughs> well, it's like, um, you know, I mean, it's kind of mimics like the NFL. Like, the teams that mm-hmm. are bad have a lot of draft picks, or, you, or usually you'd think. And uh, I think Adam did pretty well. I mean, last year he kind of <laughs> shit the bed a little bit with the draft and punted his team. Like, they had a, he had a lot of turnover. But I think he bounced back pretty well. Sean obviously kicked ass in the draft. Two first-rounders, and I think he's got a lot of value. I mean... Looking at week one for Jameer Gibbs already, it's looking like he's. I mean, the guy's like what 190 pounds. I think they. 10. I think they eased him into it though. Oh, I think, oh of course. I think. I, I think he's going to be good. I think he. He, he should is be. good. He is good, and he made a lot of crazy plays. In and that I game. couldn't tell if Sean was just trolling us by saying he was on the block, and he actually put him on the block. Yeah. I think it's too. It's rookie running back. He's a first round pick, and Dave Montgomery, you know, has been solid as a, a an NFL player, but like. The fact that, like, the Bears didn't hold on to him and they're a dumpster fire, Mm. like, you know, I think there's – and he's had injury concerns. I think 
I think he'll be fine. And I think Sean had a, a pretty good draft too with, you know, Jameer Gibbs, K- Kincaid. Um, it's only been one week, but, uh, you know, Richardson, Stroud, and Young. Definitely Richardson looks the most like a professional quarterback. Yep, he does. Um, I think he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback. Um, I'm not really sure, per se, of like a good actual quarterback. And he also played the Jaguars at home, who, you know, Jaguars made the playoffs last year. But in terms of overall, uh, you know, defense abilities, I'm not sure about all that. Yeah. Um, so I guess going down the list, Brendan got C.J. Stroud. I don't know. What do you think about the Titans or the Texans this year? Um, I think they're going to be pretty shitty. (laughs) Not going to lie. They don't have much on the outside and weapons. Um, I think it's a rebuilding team. This is D'Amico Ryans. I feel like there's there's some hope at least with a new new kind of coaching staff. But, yeah, I hope C.J. Stroud is good next year. Yeah, I think think Brendan made the right pick there uh, quarterback-wise. I didn't. You think? I, I, I bet. I said that. C.J. Stroud would be the person I would take to be the safest. Bryce Young, you could say, is the most quote-unquote pro-ready, but that offensive line is trash. They have a lot of aged assets. Um, and Anthony Richardson, I just do not trust him whatsoever in terms of, like, I see, you know, Justin Fields' energy. And, mm. I mean, good fantasy-wise, which is what we're in, but right. in terms of long-term success and being a good overall quarterback remains to be seen. Oh, one other thing on Sean. In a later round, he picked up, uh, what's his name, Sean Tucker, which he's kind of like a deep sleeper rookie, but Rashad White definitely is not that good. Like, best case, he's, like, not that good. I think so, Rashad White is, like, the starter, and by default, that makes you decent in fantasy. Well, and I think Rashad White also fed off uh, having Lombardi Lenny last year. I, I think Rashad could be, you know, first half of the season. He, he sucks, second half of the season, then he's I mean, he's Tampa Bay is, like, an interesting team too like they got a lot of aged assets they're in the middle of like a turnover and like starting over Mm. but uh yeah i mean that's a fifth round picks are usually your flyers and Mm -hmm. looks like uh that's a pretty good one though yeah but okay one more thing actually on stroud back to brendan i didn't get to see the ravens texans game i was in nashville so yeah how did how did stroud actually look um to be honest, I think he did better than I would have expected, but the Ravens got pretty good pass rush on him. Uh, secondary, obviously, a little depleted, but, I mean, he had, like, 200-something yards. I mean, the Ravens definitely, uh, you know, did not make him look like a, a stereotype. Like, he didn't have as bad performances like Bryce Young did or mm. even two-year quarterbacks. Or Shit, he did better than Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> But, um, I mean, he looked all right. I mean, he plays in a crap hole division, so mm-hmm. he'll have some opportunities to beat up on some teams and get some experience under his belt. Yeah, no doubt. So, moving on to Paul. Um, Much better draft than last year. <laughs> or or is it? Actually, uh, hold on one second. All right, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. We're still figuring it out over here. Um, but anyway, Paul, uh, first round, JSN. Obviously, too early to tell. He's got a couple of like good veterans ahead of him, but I'm sure he'll have a great season, and I'm sure he'll have a great year two, three. Um, Devon A. Chain, he, I mean, realistically is going to get some run later on in this season. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Paul had a good overall draft, a lot better than last year. Like I said, I think uh, his first four picks were solid. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be the best receiver out of them all. I think Jordan Addison is going to be the best right now just because he's going to be the second wide receiver in Minnesota. But, 
you know, Tyler Lockett it looks like he's on his way out of Seattle. I don't know if that offense is going to stay up. But um, A-Chain, Tyler Lockett, he's like he's like the Iron Man though. Like he's so he's been doing the same thing every year. He's like the yeah. wide receiver eighteen or something like that for like the past four years. It's like you got to respect it. I wonder how long he can do it for. Yeah, I think once he gets integrated in that offense, Smith and Jigba, I think he'll eventually take that wide receiver role from Lockett. And then, um, but I think, you know, A-Chain, Hyatt, Juice Vaughn could be your change of pace guy with Dallas. But I, th- I mean, all things, I mean, I think he had a pretty good draft. So you mentioned Deuce Vaughn as the change of pace guy. He's like 5'4". He's like really, really tiny. I'm aware. And Israel Abanaconda, I mean, it's another kind of like good late round flyer idea in case Dalvin does get hurt or something. And I mean, like, well, they got Brees Hall and yeah, Michael Carter. Well, Michael Carter sucks. Brees Hall is obviously <laughs> going to be the one in that case. So it's like maybe a Banaconda could fill in as the number two. That's like best case, I think. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the McCracken, and uh, they had a pretty interesting draft. Um, I liked, uh, I like him taking another quarterback. He's yeah. got a lot of quarterbacks. Well, so. and and he well, just need to get younger quarterbacks. He got, he got rid of some. Uh, which I, I was a little, <clears throat> I was a little surprised he got rid of Sam Howell. I think that's a really good prospect for this season. Um, yeah, but, but who knew he that the the Commanders weren't gonna let, or were gonna go forward with with Howell? Yeah, well, and the fact that he got Jordan Love off of Tyler too was pretty interesting. Ex- extremely interesting. I think Tyler's hating, hating that one. Jordan Love and Brock Purdy are the waiver wire pickups of the century. Excuse me, cock turdy. Excuse me, cock turdy. Um, <laughs> Roshan Johnson. He got the he got the touchdown only five carries in week one, but they did trust him with the uh, with the the goal line work over Khalil Herbert, who is valued at one first round pick. All those uh, running backs that went in the second round, I was really hoping made it to me. Dude, um, I'm so pissed off that Kendra Miller didn't make yep, it. Yep, Kendra Miller, Chain and Sean Johnson, I probably would have taken if they made it to me. Of course, um, I was not prepared to reach for anybody else, and uh, Mingo was the best. Uh, value there but uh you know a lot of good running backs or not i wouldn't say good but a lot of prospects in the second round i totally agree with you on mingo i feel like well you know what we'll get there we're going to cover you later um he did take cedric josh did take cedric tillman what in like the third round i don't know man i feel like the browns probably just can't draft wide receivers no but they have good wide receivers with Moore and cooper but they're a little old and still not sure if watson uh is going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who knows? He had a good week one. I mean, he ran a lot. That really was it. Josh took a a, a cowboy tight end, uh, Shoemaker. Mm. Um, Jake Ferguson's the starter right now, and they, they still got Peyton Hendershot. Jake, Jake Ferguson's not that good. No. He was a, was he, he's just in second year, right? Yes. He's on my team. But okay. I, I stashed him thinking, like, if they didn't draft a tight end. But they did draft. They put pretty decent draft equity mm-hmm. in Shoemaker. So, it's likely he's going to be the guy eventually, but um, I think Josh, you know, decent draft, all things considered. So moving on to Hunter, I got to ask, uh, is Pookie Nakuki the new <laughs> Isaiah Pachinko? He had a hell of a first game. I don't know how the Rams did that, by the way, and just spread out the ball that much. Maybe because Cooper Cup was out, but like I mean, your fifth Van, rounder did that. Van Jefferson stinks. Tutu Atwell is 5'9", 160 pounds. And also stinks. And also stinks. So it's like, yeah, Pookie Nakuki's out there, and Tyler Higby is out there. And that's going to do it. Yeah, and they Cam Akers confirmed sucks. Yeah, I didn't see that game. Did you see any of it? Uh, no, I saw the scoreline, and mm-hmm. I I have Kyron Williams. He got a lot of run, dude. Yeah. He, I just saw the stat. He was a fifth-rounder for me last year. Um, 
So I wow. I stashed him on my bench because I'm like, okay, Cam Akers certified sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't have a very good rookie year, but uh, I could tell that they don't have any faith in Cam Akers going forward. But but anyways, Hunter, I mean, Hunter's draft, fun. though, um, Sam Laporta looked pretty good already against the Kansas City Chiefs. And yep. uh, Quentin Johnson, I didn't see much of the Chargers game. They didn't really – they spread the ball out pretty much in the first game, and Which is uh, unsurprising. And, it's and, like they have they have two certified studs, right? And those guys are getting old, but they are still the certified. They, but studs. they have injury issues, so I think Quentin Johnson will have an opportunity to do well. And I think, but the Chargers also like to run the ball now with the new offensive coordinator. So, uh, so question about Laporta. So Laporta and Kincaid both had great week ones for rookie tight ends, right? Very involved, you know, five ish catches each. No touchdowns, nothing insane, but like definitely people that the quarterbacks were looking to. Yeah, two rookie tight ends relevant like this in week one feels like a surprise. Well, like Kincaid had four catches for twenty six yards. I wouldn't really call that like lighten it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess watching the game though, it looked like I don't know, he, he was he does have plays. a burst. He was making plays. I think I think they're gonna segue. I think Laporta is already gonna make an input like imprint. They didn't have a lot of tight end action after they traded Hawkinson. But Kincaid, I think he's going to be a stud. So looking at last year, Isaiah Likely, Cade Otten, Trey McBride, Jelani Woods, Daniel Bellinger, these all, guys were not, not on the radar. The only guy from last year that is even like worth starting this year is Greg Dulcich. He's hurt he's right hurt. now. But, I mean, that's like one. And I don't think he was even really relevant they until said two-thirds these, of the way through the season. We talked about in the offseason that this, this tight end draft was going to be great. I mean – yeah, Kincaid, Laporta, Musgrave, Michael Mayer, mm-hmm. and you know Shoemaker were all like first, second round picks, and then you got you know a really big like prospect stud with the Steelers in you know Washington. Washington, he's the one. He's the one who's like six eight, right? Yeah, and he can just move mountains. Another pick by Paul that he you know snuck under the radar. So interesting, you picked Brenton Strange over Pookie Nakuki. You think that might come back to bite you? I was on auto draft, and I oh, wouldn't have. That's right, <laughs> fucker. I you would, a, what were you playing softball or some bullshit? Yeah, I was, and I would have never taken Pookie Nakuki because <laughs> because I just don't trust anything uh, in the fucking Rams are doing right now. And somehow they went out and beat the Seahawks. Um, but who knows? I wouldn't touch a Ram right now. They they look like they're going to do a major overhaul. I wonder. Uh, I mean, what's his name? Stafford's under contract for like two, three more years, and I know this because Stetson I've, Bennett season. I, I happen mm-hmm. to know this because I've kicked, I've kicked the tires with uh, Hunter on getting him for my own QB3. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, Stetson Bennett sucks. He's he's also 35 years old. Right. So, it's yeah, like Brandon Weed, Brandon Whedon was like 26 when he came out of college. Yeah. So, up next, talking about Tyler, he didn't have a lot of picks. I think he had three picks. Yeah, he had uh, Jordan Addison and... Uh, Luke Musgrave, and then in the last round, I didn't even—I've never heard of this guy, Emmanuel Wilson, for the for the Packers. Nope. I mean, Luke Musgrave and Jordan Addison are great picks. He needed a wide receiver really bad. He yeah. had the running backs, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we can talk about it during trade talk, but letting go of Calvin Ridley is going to bite him in the ass. I think I was—I was trying to pry him away in the off season because I knew he like. You were to, yes, interesting. Yeah. You are not the first person I've heard that from. Yeah, because I, it was a great, you know, flyer to take. Like, yeah, he's like had mental issues and injury issues and gambling issues, as we know. But but who doesn't? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> and I was like, well, with a stretch wide receiving core that he has, like I would have thought he would have like kept on to him. But you know, at least he got a Jordan Addison who is 
who had a great first week. And like, okay, best case scenario for Jordan Addison, and I think it's a realistic best case, is T. Higgins. Like, mm-hmm. behind a total alpha stud, but still plenty of run because like... He's, never... T, he's T. Higgins, but he drives like Henry Ruggs. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> I like that. Did you ever did you hear about like how Jordan Addison like what his yeah. excuse was like his dog was dying or something like that? Oh, I did not hear that. He was That's on his way was, to the vet. Yeah, okay. he, he he said he was like that was his excuse to get out of his uh, driving over the speed limit by fifty miles. An That's hour. a good one. <laughs> yeah, the dog ate your homework. Never never has failed. <laughs> uh, so Brennan drafted Charbonnet. That felt like I mean for that part of the draft, kind of just like a chalk pick. I mean. I guess we'll see what happens. Ken Walker is kind of like the thing about the thing about the Seahawks running backs is that they love to run them, but they are cursed. So I mean, Ken Walker's going to be banged up, so Charbonnet is going to get some run. Yeah, they they drafted two uh, running backs. The Seahawks did. Um, oh yeah, Kenny McIntosh. I almost took him with my fifth rounder. Um, but yeah, I I I haven't bought into him yet, but we'll see. They're uh, the Seahawks. I mean, they had a bad first game. Let's see if they can yeah. repeat the success of last year. His but, uh, uh, second round pick, Chase Brown, healthy scratch in week one. Yeah, and yeah, what what what, what, <laughs> what more can that? you say? So okay, you were talking about Mingo. I was looking into this because I was I really liked Mingo. I would have taken him with my pick. I think it was two picks after you, three picks after yeah. you. Yeah. Eighty-seven percent of snaps in week one, which is pretty freaking good. I mean, he doesn't—he's uninspiring competition for sure. Terrence Marshall, old man, Adam Thielen, uh, Chark, Chark, yes, exactly. And uh, what's his name? Hayden Hurst is soaking up targets, but Miles Sanders as a running yeah, back. I, I think Mingo's going to be good this year. Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, like he will not see the light of day on my team. Like right now, I mean, I got I got a lot of aged wide receivers coming up on you know. With you know Hopkins, Evans, Cooper, so so it might be somebody in the future if Bryce Young starts to develop. But I mean, I just went for value there. Tajay Spears. I mean, he almost looked like he had ACLs in that first game. I worry about that, but I'm yeah. like third round. Like what was still out there, and yeah. I need a running back. Yeah, like Fair just enough. just I mean just with all that. But uh, other than that, there's nothing really else to talk about with my draft. Looking <laughs> looking after Tajay Spears, who like running backs that were drafted like terrible. Deuce Vaughn. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, you my, could have, Oh, yeah. My fourth round pick, uh, McBride, he got cut. <laughs> so, like, like I said, I only focus on the first two, thir- three rounds, and then four or five are, like we say, they're scratch-off tickets. <laughs> so, after... Sometimes you might get a Dwayne McBride. Sometimes yeah. you might get a Pookie Nakuki. You got about a one in a million chance of that. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and lastly, uh, your team. I mean... I had two picks. I wish I had more. I I, uh, I feel like the lesson for me is don't trade away all of your picks. It was just, I mean. You got I'm, a good team, though. I have a good team. I, I, I feel okay about where I'm at, but I'm just like, on draft day, like, you just want to be making picks. Of course. Like, when you don't have a first-round pick, it sucks. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of good segue to Brennan having your first-round pick and taking a very surprising Zay Flowers already. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But I, we'll circle back. I think Tank Bigsby is looking pretty good behind... ETN. ETN's my guy, and I don't know where this ETN hate comes from. He is a, a G. Yeah, I mean, he was banged up a lot of last season. He missed his whole rookie year. This was right. last year was his rookie year, yeah, and, and he, he was injured he, he, a little he bit. He played, what, 14 games? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, but it's all but three. Uh, yeah, I mean, in today's NFL, you know, guys are going to miss time. As long as you're not missing, like, you're on that Christian McCaffrey plan yeah, of playing enough. eight games a year. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I mean we'll we'll see what develops with Tank. I'm uh, I'm I'm shorting uh, ETN stock, and my only other pick 
Aiden O'Connell. Let's go, baby. Aiden O'Connell. Why, why is everybody like hyping him up? Oh, I think he just went viral on Twitter or some shit. Oh, and because when Jimmy G inevitably gets hurt, I, I really don't even know. Well, don't they? He's like the third string quarterback on that team, right? No, second stringer. I think. I thought uh, who was the guy that took over last year that was like okay? Uh, Jared oh, Stidham. Nope. We got Brian Hoyer. Oh, he's like forty. Dr. Chemo himself. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Brian, Brian Hoyer is 37. So Oof. I think... I think uh, hey, you're turning 37 this weekend, so let's... <laughs> what's his name? Jimmy G, he does not play. He doesn't play every game. He's going to be hurt. So I'm When he's thinking, running for uh, fourth and twos at the end of the games, I don't think he's going to last for... I think it's going to be Aiden O'Connell season. Let's go. Kyle Trask, sorry, your yesterday's news. It's Aiden O'Connell. How about Kyle Trask getting drafted by you, getting cut, picked up by me, getting cut, and then you brought him back? Picked up by me. Yeah, I had to bring him back on the one-day contract. It's still Baker It's still Baker season. One. It's the one-day contract for retirement. Oh, he's going to retire. At, retire. Under, uh, he's going to retire. We're going yeah. to bury him in the ab shake in 2032 t-shirt. Exactly, yes. Okay. So um, a lot of trades that happened in the offseason, though, that outside of our draft. Yeah, um, I guess we should probably get into those next. Trade talk. Yeah, so like you said, a lot of trades in the offseason. And just like last year, I feel like we should be keeping track of them as they come up. Um, <laughs> well, it's so hard. John Ramirez was working overtime. I mean, for a couple of weeks there, there was like a couple of trades a day. Sean said he checked him into AA for a little bit after the, uh, that big trade week of I don't blame him. I mean, I could have used a day off too. Have you, what bar in Federal Hill do you think he was frequenting the most? Uh, he was in Mother's. Mother's, yeah, yeah. that's definitely a yeah. That's kind of his vibe. Sticky floors. Yeah. Uh, shooting. What's the the basketball game? Yeah, questionable crowd. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of underage chicks. I mean, back to the trades and away from the, the, the underage no. chicks. John Ramirez's transgressions. <laughs> uh. I, I think this this offseason, the amount of trades is like what I'm kind of expecting moving forward just because at this point, we're a couple of years in, you know, that, that startup draft is getting farther and farther in the rearview mirror, you know. Like, you're getting tired of seeing the same names on your bench. So, like, you know, there's some trades in here that are like random people for and, like and third round fuck picks. And who exactly. the fuck cares? But, like, but third round pick, could, I think. It could make a difference. What did Tyler say when he was on here? He's trying to move the ball one inch forward. And right? get younger. And get younger. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, it does make sense that all these random trades are happening. I made several myself. Um, I mean, I think we're going to see more of this moving forward. So, first trade of the offseason. This is really one that I uh, wish I could forget. Um, I caught the Trey Lance fever. And uh, Sean was out here looking for third-round picks. And uh, so, I gave him my third-rounder for Trey Lance and Alec Pierce. I also gave him Tyler Lockett. This was a bad trade. <laughs> Trey Lance, it's not going to pan out. He's going to clog up my So, uh, to be honest, um, I solicited an opinion for Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll give you a fourth or a fifth, but nothing of material. Mm-hmm. And you giving him Tyler Lockett was a great trade for him, and he cashed in on that. Um, so that third-round pick turned into Michael Mayer. Which... Very good all-around tight end. Don't know if he'll be a great fantasy tight end, but he needed a tight end, on, and he grabbed him and Kincaid. I think, I mean, no offense, Sean made out in this trade well. Yeah, he absolutely did. I mean, Trey Lance, when I traded for him, he was 
on the outs in San Francisco. It was a matter of where's he going to go. And I was thinking he would go behind, go play behind fucking Desmond Ritter or something like that, like where he actually has a shot of playing. Because honestly, in the preseason, he didn't look that bad. He didn't look as good, maybe, as we hoped he would. But How, yeah, but the, if he was really that good or anything of material, they would either be starting him or they would have kept him on the roster. So that just shows you right there. Yeah. And I think the Trey Lance, like, you know, the overall trade in, in real football hurts a lot more because of how much, you know, how many first rounders they gave up to get him. Oh, I completely agree. I, uh, yeah, it was a bad trade. So moving on though, Tyler, my next trade, just was good. my next trade was good. Yes. Though. And I'm still, <laughs> I'm still angry about that. The fact that he got, I mean, Kyle had a, or I'm sorry, Tyler had a premeditated agenda. Cause I talked to him about this. I was like, if you would have given up, Calvin Ridley for fucking Cam Akers. I would have, I would have done you one better with one running back on my team, and I would have thrown in a sweetener, mm. and to get Calvin Ridley. Um, but I mean, he turned him into Sam Howell, which we'll talk into in a second. But I traded, what a pickup! I traded, pick I traded Cam Akers for Calvin Ridley and Jerome Ford, who is basically his Nick Chubb's backup. Um, yeah, there's we'll no see. more. There's no more chunt. There's it's no more chunt. It's for Chubb. Now. It's Chubb. There's no. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder where, and this is another question we'll get to in a second, but I am stoked to have Calvin Ridley on my team. I really needed more wide receivers. Um, and so he, and it, week one, small he, sample size, but awesome outing. It's like he never left. I mean, he was catching balls left and right. He was what the Jaguars needed. They have they had like a twos and threes with Kirk. Right. And Kirk had a good season, and Zay yeah. Jones is solid. Evan Ingram looks to be like back to his normal self. But that's what they needed. And with ETN in the backfield, I mm-hmm. think the Jaguars, which Trevor Lawrence is going to have a great to the year. Moon, baby. I'm in three other leagues, drafted Trevor Lawrence in all of them. Really? All of them. Hmm. I think he's going to be like, I'm, I'm all in on him this year. This is a good value in redraft, too. You probably yeah. got him in like the sixth round or something like yep. that. Yep. He was like the last of the good quarterbacks. Yeah, and I totally. was able to stack up on running backs and wide receivers. But Tyler then, he was still active. He. Uh, well, wait. Cam Akers. What did he do with him? He, Let's just skip right to yeah, that one. Uh, yep. Wild's fresh. Uh, got Sam Howell, which, which traded him to Josh. I am pissed. I was soliciting uh, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. I wanted him on my team. Why do you need Sam Howell? You have Joe Burrow and Josh Rockin' Allen. I need a third quarterback. What if one of those guys goes down? You traded Geno Smith. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> Anyways, um, Sam Howell, um, I think Cam Akers sucks. So the fact that if you look at it in a nutshell, he was tra- he was traded for Calvin Ridley and then immediately turned into Sam Howell again. What in the Baker's fuck is everybody thinking? Like, this just annoys the shit out of me that I have Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, like, Brian Robinson, many men, rest in peace, and fucking, like, Damian Pierce, and Cam Akers getting tossed around for all this. Like, imagine if I tossed those guys around. I mean, who would you have traded for Calvin Ridley? Um, I mean... I would have traded like probably Damian Pierce probably would have been in there, and he's a starting running back for the Texans. I mean, he's getting for how long? He's like a over Cam Akers. We're going to have this. You asked me who I would give up. (laughs) I think fair enough. uh, I don't think Tyler would have traded Cam, or maybe he, but he needs a quarterback too because, um, I mean, he's got Jalen Hurts and Kirk Cousins can one day turn into Kirk Cousins. You need three quarterbacks. You need to have a third quarterback. Um, And I've been, I mean, not to. Not to air it out right now, but I've been hitting up everybody with four quarterbacks trying to get one of them. Nobody wants to give me one. I'm yeah, pissed I, about I it. I only have three, and then my third one's Kenny Two Gloves. I mean, that's a 
that's a solid third quarterback. It that's, is. And that's really like what I want, that level, you know, like an okay guy. Well, especially when your it. quarterbacks combine for like 13 points in one week one. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> so I think good move for Tyler. Um, he kind of gets Josh back. Let me just say I'm for pretty, the Jordan Love shit. I'm pretty I'm pretty glad it, uh after he pawned AJ Dillon off on me for Gino. I'm glad he's got Cam Akers on his roster. Cam Akers sucks. <laughs> he stinks. I do not like Cam Akers. I've never have. So one more trade uh that Tyler made right around the same time. He traded to D he traded for DK Metcalf. So Sean gave up DK Metcalf. He got Tyler's second rounder, which he turned into Marvin Mims, which bad first week, but I think that was a good pick. I think I hear good things about him. I think I think that's gonna end up being a good pick. And a twenty twenty four first. A first and a second for DK Metcalf. I mean Well Tyler Tyler overhauled the wide receiving core. But like how did Sean how does Sean keep getting these insane hauls for people? He's a tough negotiator. He is an asshole. No, he's just a tough negotiator. <laughs> he got, I mean, the fact that he got Trevor Lawrence for just a first round pick straight up was, and, and oh, and Marquise Brown fucking stinks too. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that trade still pisses me off. Um, but the fact that, you know, Sean was able to, to trade DK Metcalf because he just got Lockett from you. Right. I mean, and, I, I, I mean, this is a huge win for Sean, I think. Huge win. I mean, I think, I think both sides win. Yeah, fair enough. Because Tyler's DK DK is Tyler great. had a weak wide receiving core. He got a a solid, great or a good wide receiver for relative. I mean, he's probably spent a little bit to get him, but Tyler was like stretched a wide receiver, and he's a yeah. young wide receiver, and he's and he's established. And how old is that guy? Let's see here. So I, I guess like he's twenty five, so he's got a lot of years left. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, Gino's got what. Two years max left in them, and it's dynasty. You trade for talent, not situation. I think I think people need to start realizing, like people, are like who's the quarterback there? It's like, eh, is he going to get the ball, dude? Mike Evans is evidence that like whoever your quarterback is, he's going. He's been playing in Tampa his entire career. That's a good point. And he's had famous Jameis, you know, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, and Tom. Well, Tom Brady obviously was like, you're going to do well with him, but like these good wide receivers, they they are always going to do well, like. Because everybody just throws the ball at him. Right. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, Tyler got the guy he needed, and he had to pay up for it. Sean got the picks he wanted, and I think he's going to do well with them. I'm looking down at our agenda, and I love to shit on Paul as much as the next guy. But, like, do we really have to go into how shitty his – these like or how erroneous, irrelevant these trades are? No, I think we need to cover them. <laughs> and you know what? I really – I got to say – I'm happy for Paul in all accounts here. So let's talk first about the one he did with Sean. So in, with Sean, he, uh, he traded Michael Thomas, a 2023 fourth rounder, which, wow, that's deep. That ended up turning into Hendon Hooker and uh, 2024 first. So two fourths and Michael Thomas, who, you know, has been, hasn't played fo- football in three years at this point, uh, for a your, second rounder. Your, they belong to you. Correct. My Was that the Saquon trade? Correct. Um, I mean, I think this is probably a good move by Paul. Thomas did look good this past week, but, I mean, what's he going to play, four weeks? Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm Sean, I don't think Michael Thomas is really going to do much, and I think he should be holding your first and second round picks, even if it's yours, which is likely, you know, not to jinx you or anything, likely going to be a late second. Let's I hope. Mean, yep. I, I just, I don't know. I just... And he, yeah, he it's like okay, cool. He got like you know some 
fourth rounders, but I don't know. I just look. It, it's, it's a buy. A, it's a sell low. But he got he got stuff back. I mean, it's a pook, it's a pookie nakuki bet. <laughs> and so anyway, I think I think Paul made a good move there. Next one, Paul finally was able to trade Curtis Samuel to Adam. He got a third rounder in this year's draft. Which let's see, what did that turn into? That was, I believe, that was when Paul got his own pick back, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that that turned. So into he got Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. So, so I, that's probably a good play. I mean, uh, probably a good gamble. Um, Jalen Hyatt for Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I'd say that's a great trade. Yeah, and um, when Daniel Jones learns how to throw the football and again, Paul. I mean, I don't know if if you had any experience with this, but I ended up having uh, Paul was trying to throw in Curtis Samuel as a kicker in about half a dozen different trade ideas last year. I didn't take it, but you know, Paul finally gets rid of Curtis Samuel. I had to talk Tyler. I had to talk Tyler off the ledge a couple times last year when he was thinking about trading for Curtis Samuel. Paul was trying to swindle him, but <laughs> I mean, uh, Paul's last trade, which kind of, now this one's kind of interesting because of week one, except for the fact that what, you know, Paul gave up. Paul gave up nothing for Paul Clyde Edwards. No, he gave up nothing. A Look. 2025 fourth rounder for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, obviously a major bust given his first round draft capital. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know if he's like a bust. I think he's yeah, just he's been a bust. He stinks. He he he's got a Super Bowl and he, they were using him. It, I can't. I the All Chiefs right. use him differently. Fair enough. And Paul is buying extremely low. For a guy that could be playing on another team soon or mm-hmm. or next year and being utilized more, like and he, and he started the game for the Chiefs. It's true. That's what I'm like. The Chiefs, the Chiefs might be the new Patriots in terms of like they they don't have any like studs mm-hmm. in the backfield or on the outside, mm-hmm. but they have you know. But do they need him? Yeah, because he's an asset. Like, no, I'm saying they don't need the studs. They can make, correct. Yeah, they can exactly. Like up. look at the Chiefs wide receivers. You got Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, MVS. Uh, Rasheed Rice, and um, then they got you know Kelsey and those other tight ends. Yeah, Pacheco was getting a lot of looks. Mm-hmm. McKinnon was still getting looks. Like, yeah, it's kind of hard to trust any chief outside of Kelsey and Mahomes and fan. Right. Yeah, I mean it's a gamble, but I think it's probably one that's worth taking for such a low price. And Reed looks like he seems to the feed the hot hand um, with his oh, running yeah. backs. Sure. Pacheco, obviously, the, you could just tell by the way he runs, is the bell cow. Right, um, but you never know with injuries and how whoever, every guy's trending. It's, I mean, McKinnon's not going to last forever. Maybe Clyde Edwards-Helaire inherits that kind of role, which he's still, he's still is definitely in it. useful. I, he's probably got another year. I think he's this old, is. I think thirty. Clyde Edwards-Helaire? No, McKinnon. Oh, oh yeah, McKinnon's very old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Helaire is probably on his third or fourth, probably on his fourth deal or fourth year. Mm-hmm. They'll probably they probably third or fourth year, but they'll probably decline the fifth year option. Yeah, let them walk. So last trade for us to cover, and then I think we're going to take a break. Josh traded Russell Wilson to Adam for a second rounder for next year. So I think this really makes sense for both. Uh, Adam definitely needed another quarterback. He's got a lot of injuries going on on his squad. And a lot of inconsistent play. Indeed. Wilson, I mean, that's inconsistent play too. But he's locked in for a long time, three, four more years at least. Um, Hoping he catches fire under Peyton. Yeah, I mean, I I think that he's a really good QB3 option, QB2, 3 kind of bubble, depending on how Kyler's playing, whatever. Um, And Josh, I mean, he gets a a good, what's probably going to be a good pick, you know, first half of the second round. Yeah, I think. And he still has 
Tua, Gino, Jordan Love, and Bryce Young. Which In is a, a vacuum, ridiculous. they both won. Yeah. I think long-term Josh wins because of who his quarterbacks are. And, Fair enough. And the fact that that second round, like you said, is going to be a higher second round depending mm-hmm. on how Adam's season goes. I mean, we'll get there, but like, it's looking still looking mm-hmm. pretty thin. No offense. No offense. Um, all right, what do you think? You want to take a break and then get into week one? Yeah, I'd love to talk about week one. All right. <laughs> 